0: Everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number one hundred and sixty-six. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron S.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I'm Mako Chan. And for some reason, well, oh, we actually know the reason, chat room's kind of light tonight because everybody's watching Superheroes of Cosplay 2, the new challengers. Wah, wah, wah. Well, I'll say this much, somebody's going to work with a hangover tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Joke's on you, I don't have work tomorrow.
1: I never said it was you!
2: <laughs> Shit. Whatever, here I am drinking SoCo and mugs, and mugs so uh I'll be okay.
1: Oh, well, so you're drinking too? So am I. Well, I, I'm saving my drinking for later for, for, for because reasons, okay?
3: Well, I'm saving my drinking for now because I have to get up early in the morning.
1: Oh, you're a power drinker, huh? Yeah. Mm, okay. Do what you gotta do, girl. I ain't gonna stop mm-hmm. you. I just realized that my phone is still on. Let me uh, put it on vibrate. Actually, mute. Yeah, I, don't, I don't
2: need work calling me while I'm in the middle of a podcast.
3: See, I don't have to worry about that. Oh, work is closed by now.
1: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, before we continue, I have some breaking news. This just in at the Anime Jam session, New York um, offices studios. We have talked that may just be a brand new. Heroes of Cosplay Season 2 Drinking Game Stay tuned to AnimeJamSession.com For more information in regards to that
2: I've got one oh, Take a boy. drink every time Yaya Han mentions her brand
1: Look, I've already started reading My Facebook about it, And I've already made like three WWE references and That's three too many and if we go to the chat. Oh no!
2: This hmm? this series, this whole series, feels like a chair to the back of the head.
1: <laughs> Clothesline from hell.
2: Okay, that's five then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Act Def says, "I'm actually watching The Big Bang Theory on television." Good for you. Yes, yes. At least there are some people who actually know that is a great show. I can't, I can't believe there are actual geeks out there that hate this show. If you can't make fun of yourself, then what? But you know what? That's for another time altogether. I don't think I've watched serious TV
3: since um, all my shows ended for the season.
1: Mm. Most of my shows have already ended for the season, which means I have time to catch up on shit from like last year.
2: I just don't watch that much TV to begin with.
1: It all starts with one show and a DVR, and it all goes downhill from there. Yeah, I have
3: um, Attack on Titan just sitting on my DVR. Mm -hmm. I've watched the first two episodes, and I'll just let the rest, you know, keep downloading and watch them
1: all in a group. Fair enough. Anywho, we are live week of May 27th, 2014. We are on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 1 p.m., Check out the interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com, which we have referenced to earlier. And if you have a chat client such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla, you can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is vog, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to Session.com slash vognetwork. There's an IRC link. You click on that, your default chat client will pop up and bring you right into the chat room. There you go. Um... Check-ins are live, so go ahead, check in, earn some points, and check us out on the forums. Every week there is a brand new forum topic for the podcast, so we're definitely looking for some feedback, so now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and kick shit off. So, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? <clears throat>
2: well, a lot of it was leading up to Memorial Day, which ended up being a kind of a bust anyway, but mm, yeah, uh, I did end up seeing... X-Men Days of Future
1: Past this weekend. Oh, so you finally saw X-Men the Motion Picture. <laughs>
2: I love how it retconned two of the uh, worst X-Men movies. Like, it got rid of The Last Stand and I believe uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine.
1: So it pretty much got rid of Wolverine, Wolverine 2, X-Men Movie, and X-Men Origins Wolverine.
2: Well, it got rid of uh, Dude Peel. Dude Peel is no longer canon.
1: Oh, uh, I like Deadpool.
2: Yeah, Deadpool, not Dude Dudepeel. mm. Dude is what they called him when they, uh, gave him a mishmash of random powers and so his mouth shut. Mm. And, uh, oh yeah, Memorial Day, I, uh, I ended up working, but it was mostly dead, because I worked during the day, and n- everyone's n- n- not on the road going home for where they were. Yeah. So I'm just, like, sitting there reading on my phone and playing my 3DS, and, uh. Really easy day, despite being a bigger interchange.
1: It's called easy money, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. And it was holiday pay. Even better. And right now I'm drinking a mug root beer and soca, which is actually pretty good. But uh, on Monday, my, I actually had a tequila mixer with my mom.
4: Oh. That- she,
2: had, she got these those little pack of uh, mixers. These little bottles are like single serve things. And yep. uh, number one, she should never tell me how to drink. <laughs> number two, number two, mine was a uh, pomegranate and it was okay. And I like, it was like served in a little shot glass. And uh, she starts blasting me for quote unquote guzzling <laughs> it while she spends the entire day nursing it. I'm like, that's like six ounces of liquor, maybe. <laughs> I, have, like, I take a shot of tequila to, as a warm up, especially for a
1: con party pre-game before your pre-game, huh?
2: Yep, that's the warm-up.
1: <laughs>
2: like, okay. stretch, do, 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 relax, stretch, do, 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 relax. So, yeah, that's how things work for me.
1: <sighs> Not bad. Dude, oh. this is good. Mm. You're making me a little jealous there, good sir.
2: You have your Venus mug, make a mixer in that.
1: Yeah, but I'm saving my booze for later tonight.
2: Oh, I didn't want to tell you how to drink either.
1: Exactly. And I and besides, I have my Twilight Sparkle shot glass, so I'm good.
2: Ooh, clever. Yep.
1: All right, Marco, how was your week and how was your day? Um... Work, 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 and work. So in other words... Cotton-picking, 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 cotton-picking.
3: Yeah, not necessarily work uh, at, you know, work. Mm -hmm. But I've been working around the house. uh, Been, well, watching my mother paint. My back is still kind of iffy. Uh, I did go to the ER, and they basically did absolutely nothing.
2: And charge you a shitload, I bet.
3: More like charge the state a shitload. Yeah, I'm on Medicaid. So...
2: You got that uh, special special health plan from the uh, Affordable Care Act, huh?
1: Thanks, Obama. Yee! <laughs> funny thing is, if I wasn't working, I would probably, I, I'd still have to pay for it and fight with the state of New York or to get something. But luckily through work, I'm paying maybe $30 more than what I was originally paying when I was full-time at uh, Staples. But please continue. But yeah, I mean,
3: there's some family issues going on that I'm not going to discuss on the show. That's why. But uh yeah, I mean, other than that, just uh uh drinking more.
2: <laughs> yeah, cuz you sound like you really need it. Yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, I am currently drinking um Watermelon cucumber pinnacle with lime cucumber Gatorade.
1: How, where the fuck did you find lime cucumber Gatorade, you bitch? <laughs> uh, Dollar General, actually. God damn, I can't find that shit around here. That shit is so good for cutting booze, I swear. Mm-hmm. This is actually, about, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm.
2: How about this? If I go to the, one of the many dollar stores near me and I find some, I'll pick you up some.
1: Yeah, we're gonna need it for anime next. Trust me, shit's good. It is. It's really tasty. Yep. It doesn't t- It doesn't taste like,
3: you know, your typical Gatorade that's salty and kind of eh. Wait, what it kind actually, of
2: Gatorade is again? What flavor? Lime. lime cucumber. Lime cucumber. Got it.
3: It's like electric
1: green. It's awesome. Yep. You taste that cucumber, but it really covers it with the lime, and it's not that powering. It's like sometimes you can't tell if it's cucumber or lime, but either or still so tastes good. And you're hydrating yourself as you drink.
2: <laughs> no, no. I always thought the combination of a stimulant and a depressant really wasn't all that good for you.
1: Well, Gatorade really isn't a stimulant. It just gives you electrolytes so you can keep so you can keep drinking.
3: Yeah, I mean that's that's it's what sports players use. It doesn't make mm-hmm. them you know play sports better. It just gives them all this stuff that they're losing in their sweat.
2: Oh, I know what it does. Mm-hmm. Trust me.
1: Now, power thirst and booze, fuck it, you're done. What about those Rainbow Dash shots? <laughs>
3: Touche. Here, yeah, here, we're gonna put some uh, lots and lots of alcohol, including, um, you know, 180 proof Everclear, and we're just gonna drop that shit into an energy drink. And then you're gonna drink
1: the whole damn thing.
2: Challenge accepted. <laughs> that
1: night, Mako Challenge was like, my body was not ready. Well, you guys went to the quote unquote
3: um, dance rave, and, and you I saw, continued... how,
1: and you saw how fast I came back. Yeah, well, let's uh, not, by the, time, not, not... No,
3: by the time you were gone, I had had, you know, two or three drinks on my own, and most of that was Everclear. Mm. Yeah, I was I was pretty gone. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I haven't really been doing much of anything. Just getting the house ready, because I'm going to have uh, people over this weekend. Yay, family. And uh, Friday, I'm going to see Maleficent.
1: That's good. Well, as for my weekend, it worked in pretty good, and then Friday night, I went to see uh, Kiyo Kurataka perform live. I actually seen him perform a few times before, but he moved out to LA, to, you know, to continue kickstarting his, uh, his his recording career. He did a tour in Japan, so he came back. So I went to see him, pretty at this local club. It's a small club inside a hotel with an indoor pool. A it's about four feet deep. And that
3: was kind an of an indoor pool with that's only four feet deep. That sucks.
1: Well, it's in, It's part of the club. It's like in, when you walk in, it's the bar area. Then you walk around to the back because you can see the pool area from the bar. And it's four feet deep. You can change and jump in. They have showers and towels and all of that. And they have stairs going up. And they have a DJ on the left-hand side. And it's kind of laid out where you can actually go up and down the stairs and perform. That's
3: interesting. Yeah.
1: And if you go to my uh, personal fan page, I'll probably post it over on my other page. There's a picture of me and Keo hanging out together because he's a really awesome guy. I played one of his songs on our podcast, uh, probably over the summer. Uh, number one, that's him. So definitely check that out on um, Amazon Music. Then the next day was Level Up Celebrations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Happy birthday. That. Thank you.
2: Yeah, sorry I couldn't come to that, but uh, I've been spending a little too much money this week and I uh, couldn't really afford to trip up there.
1: Yeah, because a couple of people were asking. I said most likely you got asked to do overtime, so he couldn't make it. That's why I, yeah, I, I ran that. into
2: a couple of uh, unexpected expenses down here.
1: It happens. So we went to um, this place called Miss Korea. It's become one of my personal places for Korean food. So we got some appetizers and we split like three barbecue dishes, which was pretty cool. And I got some awesome gifts. Um, first thing I got was a $15 gift card for Xbox. Yay. I wonder, I don't think I can use this to redeem towards, um, like a one month subscription, but I'm not too worried about that. There's probably some games on that I need to buy anyway. I also have a $15 gift card for Barnes & Noble. Yay. I'll probably swing over there and pick up the first two, um... Ranma one half books, if I can. Uh, we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Uh, Hockey Comic goes, goes, Riddle for you. What sports beverage do the sailor she drink after a battle? Moon Prism Powerade.
2: Ugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And other cool stuff. Uh, my friend Jamie. She got me one of those pop figurines of Twilight Sparkle.
2: Well, those oh, things are so cute.
1: Yep. And then uh, D Styles from the Brooklyn Otaku Podcast who who came to hang out with us at the bar later. He got me a Dr. Who's vinyl collectible. He said they Which have... I'm going to steal. And I will break every single one of your fingers. I'm still going to steal it. Are you going to steal it with broken fingers? I will use my feet. Good luck with that. Uh-huh. It will be mine. Oh, sure it will. Uh-huh. You talk like as if you're really going to. What? I wouldn't
2: put it faster.
3: It's hooves, man. It's hooves. It behooves you to give it to me. Boo.
1: <laughs> that was that was terrible. T-R-B-L Turbo.
2: Now last night Where I was watching Raw with some With a friend of mine And after Bo Dallas Made his debut He spent the entire night Making Bo Jokes
1: So are you saying Bo knows wrestling (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Anyway what else Did you get that was pretty much as it. I got a lot of happy birthdays on my Facebook, which was pretty cool. And I finished, um, I'm like halfway through to, I'm actually halfway through to Ron will had a Blu-ray set, and I noticed the numbering system is different, so the first volume has the first season and like five episodes of the second season, so they're pretty much repackaging it like it was in Japan, so that's fair enough, but I can't complain about that. And I have to stop the music for one second because a certain somebody asked for a rim shot for that bad joke. So, let's see. Here you go.
2: Give him a sad trombone instead.
1: No, I gave him the rim shot. Uh. Because nobody here has the money for it to give him a rim job. Heyo. oh uh. <laughs>
2: This is me finishing my first drink. <laughs> If I had spit all over my keyboard, I would have been so pissed at you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You might want to put a towel down, sir. All right, all right. So today's podcast, um, we're going to catch up with a lot of news that kind of came off, off our feed the last few weeks because we've been giving you a lot of con reports, and generally when we do con reports, we can't do news because all we talk about is the con. Which is a good thing. So we're gonna go back about a good two, three weeks, maybe four, maybe five. But we got some articles, we got some updates on some articles, and we're going to bring it down to you as right after this break. And Dark Titsuya says, Yeah, and MAGM says she would drive me to drink too, but I only have caffeine. That's good enough, sir. As long as you have a designated decaffeinated driver. Mm. <laughs> what
3: I don't know that I would want a decaffeinated driver this late at night.
2: She's got a point. True. True.
3: Unless you're me, and then you never want me to be a decaffeinated driver.
1: Yes, yeah, because she drives like she's like like you're flying on the goddamn Enterprise at warp twelve. What's <laughs> Speed Racer playing in the background? Speed goes, damn. <laughs>
2: Jesus. I... He goes, Jesus, why don't you slow down a bit?
1: Never. she drives any faster, we'll be seeing plaid. <laughs> har,
2: har, 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 har. Someone take the rim shot away from him, please.
1: <laughs> uh, uh... I have the master control. <laughs> Can we get on with it? Sure, 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 sure. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break, so we'll be back.
5: If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extafer Wednesdays at 10. You want a more female perspective of what we do? Listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's PodCulture.net with Brad Mondays at nine and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica Saturdays at ten. Also, check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D Styles and Company. You can find them at Facebook.com/slash/TheBrooklynOtaku.
1: Now, before we continue, I want to go ahead and give a special shout-out to the people at Old Navy. Uh, due to having to deal with some really bad customer service, they might have convinced me to be an equal opportunity shopper with them again, only because that's one of the few places where I can find pants in my size that will last me at least a year. Can
2: Let me guess, did they toss some gift cards out you saying, please come shop at our stores again? Yeah. Oh, good for you
1: yeah, um, I got the store credit back from the pants I had, um, I had returned. It, the, the guy put the wrong address down. He was like, so sorry, too late. You know? So I got that coming back to me, and a promo code, so, most likely I will just, let you will know, see what they have on sale, pick up a couple pair of pants, and just go about my way. And, um, and I would like to also say special thanks to Sabertooth Cosplay, um, one of our awesome cosplaying friends, I just got a message from her that we may just have brand new rules for Heroes of Cosplay. Woohoo! And they will be going up on their site tonight. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. I might have to create a brand new icon for, for season one and season two. We, we We'll have to see about that. And now that... It is over. Maybe some of our awesome cosplaying pals will join us for the rest of the podcast. I did put the word out that, you know, now that it's over, and um we can rock and roll. (laughs) I'm getting message. I hear you, bro. They're coming. Oh. My peoples. How much I love my peoples. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's go ahead and catch up with some old topics. Now a few weeks ago, we talked about how Wizard World had put up this sign that banned or pretty much banned prohibited you from taking photography. Now, we know the deal. If you see somebody walking around with a little point and click or an advanced photo shoot camera, sort of like the one that I use for taking photography, it looks like a point and click, but it's a little bit bigger. It has some extra functionalities. Nobody really cares. You walk into a convention or somewhere with an SLR people will stop and stare be like, take my picture, take my picture take my picture and staffers will also assume that you are a professional photographer and therefore oh, that was lovely. judges score 8 uh, 3 damn, East Germany is cold blooded but um They would assume that you're a professional photographer, and they don't want you around. Now, I do know there are a lot of press people, photography press that have SLRs. I want one. I I think I can do some real remarkable photography with it. So, uh, we're going to go ahead. Now, uh, from that article, people were like, what the hell? What's going on? Because the sign actually says says no cameras with detachable lenses are permitted on the show floor without written permission of Wizard World attendees not adhering to this policy may be escorted from the convention floor without refund now personally I don't have a problem with that I'll go ahead and submit like whatever credentials I need you know, to get that permission if I can't get that permission the SLR stays home no it'll come with me but I'll grab my other camera and do pictures now, according as the article reads, okay, when William Gatavix, fan and writer for a film Buffalo Online, waiting for an autograph at Wizard World New York in 2013, he was talking with a uh, security guard to pass the past time. During the conversation, the guard excuses him to stop a person from taking a picture of Stan Lee with a top-of-the-line personal camera. Now, this happened again. This mirrored the time in '02 at Wizard World Chicago where this happened. A fan was trying to take a picture of Kevin Smith. Both instances, the photographer was about twenty to forty feet away. Wizard World has this um, this policy clear as I, what I read. Off to you, but for some people, it the policy isn't very clear. I can kind of see that in a way, you know. Photographer Dave Lucchesi says, as a professional photographer. With a passion for costly photography, I think it's just wrong and discriminatory. What they're saying is I can't shop or see my favorite artists because I am a photographer. I can't cut through the holes to get another shot. I can't pop into the concessions for a slice of pizza and take part in something that's been part of my life most of my life. Lucchesi and others are under the impression that they can be stopped from walking from point, from point A to point B at Wizard World with their cameras. Or that photography with removable lenses have been banned from the convention because the word "the show floor" is unclear and ambiguous, which I understand. For some people, the show floor is actually the expo hall, and in some translations, the show floor is the entire convention where the entire location of the convention is, whether it's the entire hotel, convention center, etc. You know. So, in other
2: words, they're using the ambigu- ambiguity in the language mm-hmm. to. Uh... Screw with the uh,
1: policy, yes, because I've had that issue a couple of times going into certain panels, you know they're like they didn't like they didn't want this photography or this or that, which I can understand, but then again, you got people who aren't press taking pictures, so it's like we're not allowed, but these people can, but then again, we're press, we're going to give you a little more publicity for your panel and your press and your event than probably these people here, whatever. According to Wizard World's public relations manager Jerry Milani, photographers with removal lenses are not are actually not orphaned from the con. There are certain areas where photography is restricted, such as the autograph areas, which I understand because when I went to see Kappa Yamaguchi at Otakon a few years back, no flash, it was like no photography was allowed. I luck I was luckily able to slip with my with my cell phone and snap off a few shots. I mean you hold up a cell phone and you keep it on silent you can't tell if somebody's texting or taking a picture if you're, that, if you're that good and with my camera I can hold up like oh I'm texting someone click 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 click. I got my shots I'm good now how, now let's see duh, duh, duh. Wait, photography is restricted and so forth like I said issues with the panels now 95-98% of the physical area of the convention is available to photographers with professional equipment all photography is encouraged. They want people to take as many photos as they want, video, everything. Just respect the locations where you're not allowed to take the pictures. Now, if even with this clarification, some fans still find fault with the ban considering that all telephoto lenses are removable, but not all removable lenses are telephoto. A photographer who has a DSR camera is banned even without a telephoto lens. Joel Jackel, a fan and cosplayer, says given the relatively low cost of DSLRs, this puts in a reasonable restriction a large swath of the general public. Wait. Stop. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but to me, a low cost DSLR would be around $300. I have never seen a DSLR brand new for $300. It's far from you find one used around that price unless you know of a really good pawn shop and by really good, the person bought the camera, didn't know what it was worth, and just marked it low to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, that's why it's maybe larger than Wizard World has considered. Although Milani said, 99% of the photos taken at their shows are taken with iPhones and pocket cameras. Mm, I'd say more 95%, 90%. You know?
2: Hell, the little camera I have has a detachable lens. But hell, if I have any other lenses I'll put on it.
1: Hell, you can buy lenses for, for smartphones. You can get them for your iPhones. I'm actually considering getting one for my S5. Because there are some places you can go where you don't allowed to take a camera. Or if you want to go somewhere, you just don't want to bring your camera. But these lenses are pretty small. You slap it on, take the pictures, and you're good. Now, although... Prosumer cameras, we talk about high-quality cameras that cost between one to two grand, have removable lenses, which Wizard World has already missed. How the technology has leapfrogged over them. Neither of my cameras have detectable lenses, and they take excellent pictures, as one fan, Rock Robertson, says. So pretty much, everybody is is complaining about the issue with the ban, and as Wizard World said. They want you to take pictures, but there are certain areas of the convention area you are not allowed to take pictures of. And, you know, they have deals with these celebrities where, you know, you have to pay to get the autograph. And it's like, well, why should I pay when I can snap the picture for free? Well, I don't know. If I'm paying 50 bucks for a picture and I get the beat in the picture, okay, I have no problem with that. And I get a print of it? I can't complain about that. But I have actually seen where you have to pay to get the picture, whether it's their camera or your camera.
2: Huh. They're trying to make it bring it as much money as they can. Yeah, sounds like.
1: But this is where I look at it. You know, if if that is the case, you know, just go ahead and excuse me, go ahead and just get the permission, because the same shit happened with Catacon. And I saw how photographers were reacting. I'm like, "Well, how hard is it to contact the con- the, the, we- the the con and the hotel to get shit cleared up and walk around with a printout?" Well, maybe because I'm one of those who kind of sort of thinks ahead because I've been down that I've been there before and I don't want history to repeat itself, you know. But you know, <coughs> and pretty oh, much. Almost every person I know that has a DSLR has a small regular camera they could take with them. Which is why when I get mine, most likely I will not sell my PowerShot. If I do, I'm going to get something that's a little bit more low-end to keep around in my pocket. Anyhow, well, that's pretty much just it. So now you know. They want you to take pictures, but just find out the permission, and if they say you need permission, just send them an email. It only takes a couple of minutes to do it. It ain't that hard to do. So basically, they, they want you to take pictures, but they don't want to
3: take the money away from the professional photographers. that are taking the pictures yeah, of the celebrities. Pretty
1: much.
2: <clears throat> you can have your Model T in whatever color you want, as long as it's black.
1: <laughs> pretty much. <sighs> Marco, you want to go ahead and take the next one? Uh, sure. Alright, so,
3: uh... Alright, so, over in the wonderful world of Tumblr, a rumor has been circulating based on a random anti-pony poster about a little girl being asked by an older brony to come up to his room and help her pack. Followed by a series of events involving said creepy dude. A few of you have sent this one in, but we didn't want to jump the gun, and it looks like the full story has finally arrived. That's good. On the official uh, B.A.B.S. Con Tumblr, the mother of the little girl has sent in her take on what exactly went down. While the incident of said creepy guy actually did happen, Mm -hmm. many other aspects of the story were exaggerated. In the end, the mother notes that it was an isolated event and an otherwise fun and safe convention, and she is sorry that an anti-brony tumbler decided to pick it up and start the mess to begin with. And then her full response, um, yeah. So basically, this. Um, Hi, I am uh, I am Redacted's mom. To be clear, I was never informed about any kind of incident involving my daughter while at Babs' con. When we arrived at the con. I told my daughter to be aware that there are lots of strangers and to stay with my almost 16-year-old grandson when not with my adult daughter or myself. My adult daughter and myself has some physical disabilities, so it was a challenge to keep up with the kids. I was in the lobby while the kids were checking out the different rooms and such. This was the first time any of us attended something like this. On Saturday, the child and I stopped by the sack anime table to get her button made. And I spoke to the vendors for a while, and the lobby wasn't busy at the time, so I left her there while I went to find my grandson. When I came back to collect her and pay for the button, she and the vendors were fast friends. They were nice young people, and my daughter wanted to hang out and talk about anime. I don't usually give her so much freedom, but I felt like she was fine with my grandson nearby. The SAC anime group in the lobby, and with me checking up with her every hour or so. Sometime on Sunday, she was in the arcade by herself when she was approached by a man who has, who asked her if she would go to his room and help him pack, uh, help him with his packing. Uh, she had seen him in the vendors' room and he had made her uncomfortable. She told him no, and he just walked away. She was scared then and went to the SAC anime table and asked them to let her hang out with them. She didn't want to tell me because I wouldn't let her, because I wouldn't let her out on her own anymore. I was at the table several times that day and no one said anything to me about all of this. I definitely would have contacted security and tried to find this guy. My daughter exaggerated about the elevator. He never put a hand on her and she was never alone with him. She was on a very crowded elevator with him at the front and her way in the back. We have had some serious discussions about all this and the importance of not exaggerating and not hiding this kind of thing from mom or security. We loved our time at the con And the safety we felt is probably why I let my guard down. We all learned a lesson. Sorry the original poster went on an anti-brony rant. It was not deserved. With the hundreds of people in attendance, this was a slight incident. My best to you and yours.
1: Okay, you know what my first question is? Why the hell did she let that child go around on her own? How old is the damn daughter when the grandson is near 16?
2: So, I'm guessing mid-30s? That okay.
1: look. Okay, 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 okay. I think we're going to be treading some dangerous waters here. Now, if she says her daughter and her near-a-grown grandson or granddaughter, grandson, yes. I am going to assume that the daughter is a special needs child.
3: No, I'm going to assume that she has an older daughter who has a 16-year-old grandson and then, oops, had another kid when she was too damn old.
1: Okay. Because if we go the route of of a special needs child, I mean, in a way, this would kind of make a lot more sense, you know? Well, you're not going to let your special needs child go around by themselves.
3: She said her and her... No, mm -hmm. she said her and her daughter had disabilities and weren't able to keep up with the kids. So she let her younger daughter go around with her 16-year-old grandson. Okay. So I'm going to guess it's something like her first daughter was – is probably, you know, maybe Mm 35-ish or early 40s. And, you know, maybe by the time she was 20, she had – like, oops, I, you know, had another kid. Okay. Which happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's – Unfortunately, or or fortunately, however you want to look at it, it happens now now and then because, you know, people are having children younger and younger. Kids having but,
4: kids.
3: Well, yeah, but also you can, you know, women can continue to have kids up until their 50s mm-hmm. as long as they're health, healthy. Yeah. I work with a woman who her first son is in his 50s and her last son is just turning 26. Ah. So that's why I'm thinking it's probably that kind of thing. Okay.
2: Yeah, my parents were in their 30s when they had uh, me and my sister.
1: Sounds about right with me. Now, now, according to Act Death, the way this went down, SAC Anime was banned from future BabsCon. Now, I didn't hear about this. This may be true and it may be not true. But my thing is this, SAC Anime's been around a little bit longer than BabsCon. I don't think you want to kick you don't want, I don't think you want to ban a con that has a bigger crowd footing than you. Well, I mean, what exactly did the con do to be banned? I don't s- basically babysat a child? Maybe they didn't Maybe Well, that's what they did, but maybe they didn't contact security, you know? Come, well,
3: well come if, the, just... if the child says, you know, I don't want to contact security, obviously if she's young enough that she's lying to her mom, maybe they understood that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but still, I mean, if I or was... Or she told them the truth and then lied to her mother, which well, is still not a reason to ban them.
1: Well, the way, it, the way it lays out, it seems that she, the table knew, well, the table's Saw her with her mom, so maybe someone at the table got a good, familiar face. If it was me, I'd have one of my staffers try to find that child's parents or let security know regardless. I just think this should have been more... uh, Shit happens. I don't think they should be banned over it, you know?
3: No, but the whole thing is conventions like this... There's a reason why, Mm -hmm. you know, little kids are supposed to have adults with them. Or you put
1: them on leashes.
3: You don't have to go that far. But if you have a physical disability that Mm -hmm. you can't get around with your child, then the easiest thing is not to trust your almost, almost 16-year-old grandson to take care of your daughter. But, you know, maybe have a family friend go with you or something like that. I mean obviously if you know the mother and the older daughter aren't able to ra- able to get around there are other options there's you know electric uh wheelchairs that can be rented for the weekend mm-hmm. Um, But you – obviously, if she's younger than the 16-year-old or the almost 16-year-old, because the almost 16-year-old isn't really old enough to be walking around on his own either if you go by convention guidelines. True. Obviously, if a 15-year-old is babysitting somebody that is significantly younger than him, she shouldn't be walking around on her own anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't leave her alone with strangers, whether they're from, you know, sack anime at a booth or, you know, you know, you just met these people. Right. Yeah, yes, I understand she wanted to talk anime with them, but who's to say, you know, they're they aren't babysitters. And that was rude of her to leave her to leave her daughter there.
1: Exactly. Now if you look in the chat room, thanks to um our friendly neighborhood, Mexican act death. Um, BabsCon actually put up an official statement regarding what happened because if you follow the comments, some people said that was the email was faked.
2: They're just saying, uh ah, it's <laughs> fake. Regardless yeah, and it, and of what it, and the uh, here, family's yeah. feeling. Oh,
3: she was 11, according to BabsCon. The
1: daughter was 11?
3: Yeah, it was reported via the, t- the Tumblr of a fan table staffer for SAC Anime that okay. an 11-year-old girl approached the table okay. in distress.
1: All right, so it is like that. So I guess she has an older child who has a near-adult. Okay, all right,
2: okay. I, can see I don't think yet. I'd want an 11-year-old running around a convention by herself.
3: I would not leave my 11-year-olds to be babysat
1: by complete strangers at a booth.
2: I wouldn't do that either. But no, that's it's kind not of, gonna watch watch
1: happen. Me. You know, like that time when we, when me and my my then ex, when we went to Yomacon, me, her, her two kids. No, yeah, and and my friend and her two kids. We all stayed together, and I told uh, the youngest one, stay in your stay 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 beside me, because if you disappear, I might have to tell your mother. Your mother's gonna kick your ass. We'll just she, be like, be where I can see you. Yeah. She did run off, but to me personally, it wasn't that big of a deal because she moved to the arcade machines behind the other set, you know. But before. Yeah, we, I yeah. mean, as
3: long as she's still in, yeah. you know, sight, mm-hmm. that's one
1: thing. You don't have to, you
3: know, have her attached to you. But at the same time, you do not trust random strangers to watch your 11 year old child mm-hmm. because shit like
1: this happens. But as it says SAC Anime is not banned, but they have, but they're they're not too sure about giving them another table unless they participate with their training session for vendors and fan tables, you know.
2: Didn't even know there was a training station for a
1: uh, well, a lot vendors of and fan well, a tables. lot you know what it is just on safety and security, you know. A lot okay. of conventions have like people come in that, what to do because to be perfectly honest unless you are a badge carrier of a local force you really your hands are more or less tied because if you try to do something you could be implicated in what has happened
2: no good deed goes unpunished
1: huh pretty much which is why when people shoplift at Walmart this or that and an employee catches a shoplifter you lose your job it's not because the company is being dickheadish. It's policy. I don't know,
2: this is Walmart, so uh, maybe.
1: No, it's policy. That policy's across the board because every item in that store is backed by insurance. So if a, if a camcorder gets stolen, it gets written off. There is insurance that will take care of it. Their shrink and their numbers will go up, but that's what happens. And to be perfectly honest, it's better to write it off than having an employee steal. Now, there was one time someone stole a laptop bag from when I was working at Staples. And I got the laptop bag back only because I guess because I got it outside of the store where it didn't happen on on the store property, but that's again, story for another time. And as Act Def says, and I think we all agree by this, the thing is that it was all handled very poorly by the parties involved. The mom and daughter not taking care of the child sack anime staff for not telling the staff and security. And not to mention the Tumblr post bashing bronies and overblowing this incident. Don't know if I could blame BabsCon for this. First, I mean well maybe because I think most of us have like that bit of uh, hatred towards Tumblr, but for some, If you're going to make an official statement like this, I wouldn't put it on Tumblr. I would put it, leave it on the website and just leave it at that. But whatever.
3: My whole thing is, this was some random guy. Who's to say he was actually part of the convention at all? Uh-huh. So, I mean, you can go and complain to the convention, but if he's not actually part of the convention, especially if it's a convention in a hotel, right? how the hell are you going to control that without talking to the hotel?
1: Mm-hmm. Reminds you of that one year at Shoujo Con where shit happened and us staffers had our hands tied because we had let the hotel do it and the hotel were being very lackadaisical about it.
3: Anyway. Are we <sighs> done with this dead horse? We're done.
1: Oh, good. Next. Ari, you could take this one. I th- think it's um, the con director one. This one. This guy's a real fucking douche. He get he gets worst customer service of the year award.
2: Even worse than EA?
1: Yes. Because even EA wouldn't.
2: God damn. So, con director mocks women's safety requests, sparking an uproar. Note to convention directors. Mocking your attendees on Facebook with sock puppets isn't the way to win over attendees. Wait, did he
1: actually do that? Yes. Here's the thing. A lot of what happened here got, de- got deleted, but there were some screen caps floating around.
2: Okay, this is my first time saying this, mm-hmm. so I've been out all day. No problem. Uh, Cherry City Comic Con is a brand new small comics convention happening in the Oregon State Fairgrounds in Salem, Oregon, next weekend. Like hundreds of other small cons across the nation, it's designed as a fun event for local geeks. So why is all of Phantom hopping mad over it? The answer comes to us via the blog Sideshow Housewife, who wrote a timeline of the entire debacle. The outrage star went to Feta Darling, a Dallas geek who runs a podcast called Fangirls, Dames of the Roundtable, posted a screen cab to her Facebook around the account Tuesday. In, in the screen cab, the cons director, Mark Martin, is shown posting his own Facebook, apparently mocking another woman, Channa, who'd, who'd written to the con about her safety concerns and politely asked for a refund. The Feta Darling originally posted a screen cab on Cherry City Comic Con's Facebook page in order to draw public attention to the convention director's behavior only to have martin delete the entire post along with the comments of people who posted in her defense great job before deleting the post he berated Tifa the darling for posting his, his private mockery in public luckily someone grabbed those screen co- those comments too wow. so yeah that wasn't a public post and you don't know the story so when you automatically choose the side of the female it's because you are sexist what? There isn't any scenario when I was attacked by this woman on my page in your mind. Spread lies, rumors, slander, whatever you want. I expect nothing less from you. Or maybe you should learn what happened first instead of letting your ignorance shine through. And Tafeta's response was a cap of 60 Spider-Man holding his hand out and going, and then there's this
1: asshole. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> then Martin apparently made a sock puppet Facebook account under the name Big Daddy, the Sticker Pro Stickers. Oh, that kind of sock puppet. And he used to make comments berating Shana for attacking the con.
1: Now, here's one thing. If you're going to make a sock puppet (laughs) account, make sure that your name doesn't appear in parentheses as you see, because you can can hide that. Some people don't think, but as you're saying.
2: Unfortunately for him, the sock puppet publicly displayed Martin's name beneath the pseudonym. And uh you might as well queue up the uh price is right losing horns for this one.
1: <laughs> oh boy, hold on. Oh get this one to the chat to look at. There you go. Well when I, well okay, whenever you're ready, good sir.
2: Go for it, hit it. <laughs> But what was the interaction that made Chana uncomfortable enough to ask for a refund to begin with? Apparently, it all comes back to the most controversial convention topics. Women who cosplay. Martin himself screened out the following interaction between Chana and the Con's Facebook page before deleting it. The interaction prompted her to ask for a refund. From the conversation above, it was clear that Chana felt the Con's Facebook owner was singling out women who cosplay. And there's an example of her, of uh, another Facebook reader of the, or the fe- of the female... Cosplay Martin was posting. It's not exactly the most family-friendly fair. Combined with the lack of a clear safety policy in place on the cons website, it's understandable why Chana and other women might have cause for concern. <laughs> it's no secret that safety at conventions is a huge issue for all attendees, especially women. Just last week, an alleged security issue at a convention prompted widespread debate and anger over among fans. While anti-harassment policies are increasingly popular as a way for cons to regulate and eliminate inappropriate behavior. Not all cons have them. Oh boy, this guy's a charmer.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay.
2: And a woman was legitimately concerned for her safety, and his response was to berate her and pretty much call her a bitch for the whole thing.
3: Actually, not to take away from this, but reading through this, she -hmm. was actually really bitchy on the, on the page. She was. Now, I can, that does not take away from her wanting the refund and, you know, being upset,
2: but... She just decided to fight the fight on professional fire with unprofessional fire.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, she basically tried to pull a humongous feministic, you know, debate on this website, and the guy wasn't having it. Um... So I mean, I can understand that. Did he need to go to his personal page and start making fun of her? No. Um, Did he
2: need to start a sock puppet account and make fun of her like that? No. No.
3: No, but that's that comes after everybody starts attacking him too. But at the same time, I mean, she she started it. He posted a bunch of um, cosplayers, and she goes, "Yikes! From your photos, you'd think only females cosplay. Got any good male cosplayers?" And he goes, I posted nine. Is there a certain percentage I should be looking for? And she goes, the last 21 photos, 18 are of cosplayers, one solo kid, one solo male, five multi, and ten women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think at least 50-50 might work better than 90-10.
2: Not not an entirely unreasonable request.
3: No, but but the way she did it was not right. She should have said, hey, look. Can we get some, you know, good male cosplay that we can say?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, it's it's th- just the fact that she kept going on and on and on and on. It was, you know, it, it, it was, yeah, it, it was just, it. she shouldn't have done it the way she did. That's all I'm going to say
1: now. He
3: was a a dick about it, but at the same time, she started it.
1: And not for nothing, from a retail point of view, we've all been there where that one customer just gets in your face, and you're just like, is it worth losing my job over? Is it worth losing my job over? And some of us have just said, you know what? Fuck it. Who did that? And then there's the rest of us who are like, We're sorry. We'll make it up. It's been there.
2: And still get berated anyway.
1: Yeah, It's it's the entitlement factor. Now, here's my thing. Personally, I think she was wrong in the way she handled that email about the cosplayers. Because not for nothing, you can go on almost any convention site, and they will most likely be a very attractive female or a very attractive male. You gotta put, they put these types of pictures, costly pictures up there to generate hits on a site to get people to come. Maybe because we're an older generation and we know better. And it doesn't bother us. It sounds like that she was brand new to all this and started freaking out. Secondly, this guy was a dick. He should have been. He should have just took an, took all of that like a man. Said, "I'm sorry," and walked away. If you're going to berate somebody, have the decency to do it somewhere else. And we all know, for a goddamn fact, that when somebody does something stupid, and you want to call, you want to make a comment about it, we will go to our Facebooks. Or And we'll either make it friends only, or we'll have that custom feed that only certain people know about, or you can get your rocks off about that, you know? I'm not encouraging it, but I'm just saying, learn to cover your fucking tracks.
3: No, what he should have done is completely ignored her. That too. Or said something along the lines of, oh, you know it can can you help us find some good cosplay then because this is all that i'm finding something like that and then you know the next day could have posted a couple more pictures because i'm sorry when you look up cosplay on google nine times out of ten the first you know half of them are going Mm -hmm. to be females or group shots and I'm sorry, but I count males in group shots as males. There you go. That's.
2: And the occasional gender bend.
3: Well, yeah, that's how.
1: Well, you know, and now. I mean, I've never heard of wanting a refund over something like this. It's far and few that cons will give you a refund on your badge. They will allow you to transfer that badge to somebody else. So in a way, she got lucky.
3: I just looked up cosplay on Mm -hmm. Google. Yes. It took 19 pictures to get the first solo male. There you go. And then there isn't another solo male for quite a few pictures. So I mean I get it but at the same time if you know Google isn't showing you you know a lot of good male cosplay then you know you need to help out I guess.
1: Mhm. And it's not as it's Google's fault. They're just they're just pulling hits from very popular sites and it's the popular mm-hmm. sites that put that up there. Mhm.
2: Kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy really. Mhm.
3: Yeah, but the thing is, the second shot in is a little boy dressed as Goku. The third shot in is a group shot with both male and women, but that wouldn't be good enough for her.
2: So basically, everyone was acting unprofessional and childishness. Ordeal. Exactly. In this
1: case, two wrongs do not make a right. Exactly.
3: I mean, yes, I get it. She felt upset by how he was acting, but he was defensive because she was basically, you know, coming on too strong. Not that it matters. The convention's over anyway. Yeah,
1: this already happened. And people probably still went and still had a good time regardless. Because they were trying to get people to, bay- to boycott. the. Co- you can't boycott a fucking convention. It ain't possible. Case in point, AkiCon, after all of that, trust me, people will still go.
2: Yeah, a con chair would have to fucking kill someone on camera to get people to boycott the con. I don't,
1: I don't... even think that would work. Well, yeah, because at one convention, supposedly one con one con chair slept with an underage cosplayer, and the entire staff pooled their fundage together to uh, bail the con chair out of jail that night, so... Proclaiming his innocence, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Act Dev hits it again, two for two. As he says, she's being bitchy and actually could be more cool-tempered about it, but yeah, the guy's a real douche. Yup. Quote-unquote Big Mac. Uh... Alright, whose turn is it to take the next one? I think it's yours. That's what I thought. Now, one of the cool things about conventions is is the fact that they will bring, like, you know, your favorite... Guests from Japan. Yeah, ...artists and so forth, you know. I've seen a couple of my favorite um, bands, and I guess there's a very very myself very lucky. Case in point, Homemade Kaizoku, and TM Revolution. Now, I I saw some of their concert at Anime Next, I think it was last year, or year before last, and they got Morning Musume. Now, this uh, this all uh, this idle pop band is coming to New York in October 2014. Most likely, probably by now tickets are, may be sold out. But if you get a chance, you might be able to get your hands on them. They are performed. They're coming to New York, October 5th. It's going to be Morning Musume 14 live concert in New York. It will be held at the Best Buy Theater. Starting ticket prices are 42 bucks. And there'll be a bundle pass and a VIP pass and a CD for like going up to as much as a hundred dollars. And this will be now what I find amusing is that it'll be, it says in the article this will be the, all this will be all of their first. Well, I can kind of see that because a group like Morning Musume, they have what's called graduation performances where certain st- singers are too old to be a part of the group, so they do a concert. To graduate them out and you bring in new people, sort of. Yeah, you know, it's like a clone per se. So, because I was kind of caught slightly off about the fact that this is their first time performing in America. It's not, but technically it is for the new for the newcomers in the band. Now, I don't think I'm going to get tickets to go to this. If I do, it'll be, sh- be purely coincidental by, and by accident. As you do, like I said, not a lot of our favorite J-pop artists do come stateside, but when they do, whether you like them or not, I say you should go see it and kind of show your support for the group, you know? And now, we go from good news and, and J-pop to, like, bad news in J-Pop. Now, I really wasn't too sure if I was going to actually talk about this because of things that had happened recently here over the weekend. I just wasn't too sure. But I guess it's okay. We got to bring it up anyway because, you know. For some reason, the second article popped up, not the first one. Hold on. There we go. Come on. Come on. Wow, really? Let's try this again. There we go. Ah, it was just being slow. Stupid computer. Okay, so... One of the things that happened recently over the weekend was... An incident with the all-girl idol group AKB48. Two of the members were hospitalized after being attacked by a man wielding a saw at a meet-and-greet event.
2: Not a chainsaw, not a circular saw, just a normal manual wood-cutting saw.
1: Christ. 20-inch uh, saw. Yeah. <coughs> Rina Kawaii and Anna Iriyama b- both broke bones in their right hand and received cuts on their arms and head caused by this. The attack pretty much happened after a mini concert on su- this past Sunday. And fans were lining up to shake hands with the performers inside the booth. And then someone started screaming at you know the dude to stop it. And about 100 or so, the staff of security guards at the event pounced on the attacker and held him until police arrived. And what was interesting, I have a friend that's living in Tokyo right now. He was riding his bike and a police car had gone by as he was on his bike. He found out later it was reported it was going to the site of the incident. Twenty-four-year-old, an unemployed man by the name of Satoru Umeda was arrested on suspicion of attempted murder. And as of this one article, they started questioning him to find out you know what was going on. Then an article popped up. I'd say maybe let me look at this a little bit later that this man confessed to attempted murder.
2: How much you want to bet the guy has no fixed address?
1: No. Um, yeah, The
3: in, in the second one, in the second uh, article, yep. it explains that uh, basically his mother says that uh, she didn't think that he was a fan. He has no CDs or event tickets in his possession. So I'm guessing he lives with her.
1: Mm-hmm. But on the plus side, um, surgery sure. for the ben. singers was pretty much a success. And now from this point on they're going to um, AKB Footy and related groups are gonna beef up the security. I'm not even gonna ask how he got that. I'm not am no. I this is something I'd rather not, you know, wrap my head around. Mm-hmm.
2: It's just too goddamn weird, even for Japan.
1: Yes. Actually, no! No! How are you gonna say that after half the art, new, strange news for Japan we have covered? What the f- are, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <sighs> Anyhow, I think we should move along. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we should let um, Mako take this one.
3: All right. Before I take this, um, I want to say I looked up Cherry City Comic Con. Yep. Um, I looked up their Facebook page, and this is uh, one of the posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cherry City, Com- City Comic Con was a huge success. For a first-year convention in Salem on Mother's Day weekend, we rocked it. I don't have uh, – a Full attendance count yet, but it looks to be about twenty five hundred for the weekend. Not bad. So I mean, with all of you know the crap that happened, they still had a pretty decent turnout for a first year convention. Mm-hmm. And now on to anime news. A new Tenshi Muyo series appears to be coming. Yeah, uh, yeah in a wash
1: you must be squealing.
3: It is. Oh my god. Um And at the same time, it's kind of eh. Basically, uh, Takahashi City has announced that a new anime is being produced with the city investing money into it. The series is getting a tentative name name of Tenshi Muyo, and the idea behind it is that they'll be producing 50 episodes of the series at five minutes an episode. Um, It's basically going to be more towards comedy with a little bit of romantic material, um the series is expected to begin broadcasting in October via Tokyo MX and it's bringing back the original creator uh Kajashima Masaki to work on it um so but it's they're like
2: basically awesome, mm-hmm. like a web diode for attention you know like the five minute shorts
3: it's possible um one of the other uh articles that I was looking at basically said that the city is hoping that it's going to bring um, tourism to the city because they're basing the anime out of uh, Takahashi City. So they're hoping that tourists will come to the city to, you know, look at the different areas Mm -hmm. that are going to be taking place in the anime. And that's why the city itself is actually investing money into it.
2: So So it looks like they're going to be using it as like a... A tourist info video, kind of.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, they'll probably be visiting, you know, different areas, different shrines, different things like that, and the city is hoping for a boost in tourism because of it. But the fact that the original creator is, you know, okay with the whole thing and, you know, it's going to be Tenchimuyo and not hopefully anything crappy like... Uh, GXP and crap Tenchi like that no I like Tenshi in Tokyo. what I'm talking about is bringing it back to having you know Tenchi in it because the last two anime were just spin-offs and I think one of them showed Tenchi twice in the entire series. And one of them didn't have him in it at all. Yeah, I think it was w- about Tenchi's brother or some shit yeah. like
1: that. War on Geminar. A lot of Tenchi Muyo fans were just wanking on that. Hell, they were fans wanking on this because this is how when I read this, it's like this: you take um, Teen Titans Go in one hand, Adventures of the Mini Goddesses in another hand, slap it together, and you have I Tenchi Muyo.
3: Well, I'm not going to... I mean, it's been a while since they've done Tenchi, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt to, you know, make it humorous. Hmm. Because, I mean, if you go back to the uh, the second series, that was more humor than romance, whereas the first one was more, you know, action and romance. Um, so hmm. I'm hoping that it's going to be, you know kind of like that I just like I want to see Ryoko I want to see Tenchi I want to see Aieka I don't want to see you know random people that were not in Tenchi and the reason why I started watching Tenchi and the reason why I fell in love with Tenchi I want my Ryoko damn it we'll see hell even the uh, Sasami spinoff had Washu in it
1: yeah, I actually like the the Sasami spinoffs.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase "paste."
1: Most likely won't see them on DVD, but you know, possibly. We never know. Yeah. Well, I sh- have
3: one of the Sasami spinoffs on DVD. Which one? Uh, whichever one I showed at the convention.
1: Magical Project S. Yeah. Or no, no no Sasami Magic Club. Yeah. I want um, Magical Project S, which I know was on which I know is on DVD. I think I might have that. I don't remember. But I like to see Pretty Sammy on DVD as well. Mm-hmm. But Funimation is sitting is sitting on that license, so make it so, you guys. Make it so. Alright. Let's see what we have left up here. Okay. if I'm looking at things correctly we have one more thing to cover um, open forum topics and then we're going to open up the Skype line and have our J- strange news from Japan now let me scroll up here and pull this up and there we go this week's open forum topic and as always, let's see, do I even have the open forum topic theme here? Actually, no, I don't, because for some reason the stupid playlist keeps forgetting to bring it in. Uh, Boo-hoo.
2: It shat itself.
1: Yeah. There we go. This week's, oh, as always... This, the open forum topic is where we ask you your opinion on something in the anime cosplay fandom. Now, this week's open forum topic is this. A lot of us wear glasses, piercings, have tattoos, and whatnot when we cosplay. Do you feel that takes away from the cosplay or adds a personal spin on who you're cosplaying? Now, every single member of this um, this staff has something that distinguishes themselves when it comes to cosplaying I with my glasses Mako with her piercings and tattoos and Ari with his piercings and tattoos and here are the answers that we've gotten which are pretty good from uh, Candy Jam she says I feel it's up to the cosplayer I personally dislike it but hey I'm not everyone if someone can't wear contacts that's fine thank you Don't want to cover up tats or take out piercings? No biggie. They're prerogative. (coughs) From Critical Myth, I definitely run into this problem. I need glasses for astigmatism so without them everything is blurry. For various reasons, contacts aren't an option. In my case, I feel like it takes away even though I don't want to be limited in my choices. More often than not, I keep my glasses in the case where I can get to them and soldier on without them. From Bobby Steele, He goes, I run into this roadblock a lot because I have cosplay characters that don't wear glasses, but I have to wear my glasses because I'm nearsighted and very blind as a bat without them. I don't think it takes away from the cosplay at all. Having a spin on your cosplay is fine, too. Ah, from Alex Dudley. He goes, I think it takes away from the cosplay, but I'm very picky when it comes to stuff like that. I prefer seeing cosplayers look 100% accurate. I think it sort of takes away from the cosplay. And there are minor fixes you could do to avoid blind button color contacts. Get the contacts with no prescription and wear your glasses and take them off for photos. Tattoos. You could cover and hide them unless you're in a really bad spot. From my friend Faye, she goes, It's up to it's all up to the person. You are wearing a costume. The costume isn't wearing you. I do always find it kinda weird to see adult cosplay photo shoots where the model is covered in tattoos. I think it kinda breaks the fantasy feel a lot these shoots are going for, you know, but again, not my body, so whatever. And from my, um, from Seiya from Last Chance You and Kimmoku Revolution, while I do think that it takes away from the cosplay when you forget to take off the glasses, so don't cover up the body art, I also think it's completely up to the person cosplaying to make that call. If you are competing, okay, then maybe a little bit more. More importantly, but if it's whole cosplay, it's still just about having fun. Now, I go both ways on this. I mean, if you're cosplaying a particular character that doesn't have the piercings or tattoos or glasses, well, don't have them or cover it up. If you can't, it's no big deal. It, it's it's not that big of a deal, and I will never make a big deal out of it. Like my friend Tara, she did this awesome uh, se- uh, Senkets uh, Ryuko. Now, she has a lip piercing. part of me feels it took away but at the same token it put some originality on it and her cosplay is so constructed that it took away from that focal point so honestly it can go either way I'm not that person to to, to say shit about it but 9 times out of 10 it'll put a nice interesting spin on it because I remember a friend of mine I met her at Anime Boss one year she was Abby from NCIS, she had like this phenomenal heart tattoo right above her uh, rib cage going across her neck. And I looked at that. I'm like, you know, that would be something Abby would probably have.
3: Well, considering Abby has so many tattoos, yes, it doesn't really, you know, take away. Sure. My whole take is if you're just walking around a convention, show off your tattoos, show off your piercings. If you're doing a photo shoot as the character, like, and I'm talking legit photo shoot, not somebody just stopping you for a photo or two. If you're doing a legit photo shoot as the character, that's when I say, you know what, you know, take out the extra piercings, cover up the tattoos. I mean, because that's just, that's a different animal altogether Mm -hmm. at that point, unless you're going for that kind of thing. If you're going for the whole alternative-looking style, then yeah, show it off and have fun. But if you're trying to portray the character correctly in a photo shoot, then I say, you know, take out the piercings, cover up the tattoos, all of that.
2: You're looking at someone my size and my constitution, and it's the handful of tattoos that you're worried about when I'm in my cosplay? Have you seen how fucking big and fat I am? Not that I'm making light of that, Uh but still. Plus, you know, I've seen plenty of fan art and, uh, like, different photo shoots by other people who have tattoos that actually make them look good and uh, appealing, so I don't really see what the the, uh, issue is. I mean, I wouldn't... There are parts of the body that don't look good tattooed, like... Well, at least, in my opinion, anyway, mm-hmm. like uh, the hands or the face or stuff like that. But uh, I yeah, obviously more than one of my own fandom of the uh, the Misty or Jesse or something like got like tattoos on the like uh, supposed midriff and arm like that. Yeah. They look really, really good. So I mean, wouldn't bother me. Plus, I'm I, I don't have that a uh, bias against tattooing and piercing do you think that if the characters were like older or in the quote-unquote real world that they would they wouldn't at least consider you know getting mods like that Mm mm-hmm
3: I don't know. I think it depends on the character, too. I mean, if you're looking at Sailor Moon, who, and I'm not talking about, you know, the very different styles that you can go with and the originality. If you were trying to portray Sailor Moon as Sailor Moon, one, she's 14. She's not going to have piercings and tattoos. And two, she's supposed to represent, you know, purity and hope and all of that. Right so that i would say you know cover it up but if you're doing you know like the grunge one or you know the biker one then yes. yeah pile on the tattoos and the piercings if you're just walking around a sailor moon and you're having fun with your friends pile on the tattoos and the piercings but if you're legit you know that's my own thing if you're if you're taking if you're doing photo shoots as a character trying to be in character and stay in character for those photo shoots, then you want to try and portray yourself to be that character and the character might not necessarily have tattoos or piercings.
2: hmm I'm 400 plus pounds, staying in character is totally, is totally plausible with me.
3: Well, you're, you're still I basing it, I mean, you're still basing it on looks, because if you're going to go that way too, I mean, Abby's not, you know, my Skinny. size. Abby's a skinny fuck. So really? should I stop yeah. cosplaying? Should I not let people take pictures of me? No. I
2: but again, bigger, if I'm going gonna... to... Again, I didn't w- to watch a whole lot of NCIS. Sorry.
3: Well, no. Uh, it, 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 should I not cosplay Sailor Jupiter because, you know, I'm overweight? No. But if I do cosplay Sailor Jupiter and I have a photo shoot, I'm going to cover up my tattoos. I'm going to cover up my piercings. Because, you know, she doesn't have them. And yes, I might be a big girl, but I'm going to portray the character the way that, you know, the character is originally. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: I can't wear contacts, but if I was wearing glasses, and I've seen other people do this, they take their glasses off and put them in their pocket if it's something that's important to them. If they're doing a photo shoot, then they usually do take their glasses off. It's very rare that I will see somebody that wears glasses during a photo shoot.
2: That was just me being bitchy about no, dude, how, no, dude. how insecure I am with my size. Dude, don't Sorry. even worry
1: about it. Don't even worry about it. I mean, I do. I do want to say that you start cosplaying Ron, I take my glasses off. But most of the time, I really don't. If I think to, I will take them off. If I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. When I do Doctor Luigi, I kind of feel better having the glasses on because I think it would make more of a doctor side, because a lot of doctors wear glasses. Mm-hmm. looks
2: smarter. <laughs> yeah,
1: that too. Yeah. And... That's it, you know? And now that we've gotten that out the way, we're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. Um, you can go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. If you have any questions or thoughts about tonight's episode, if you want to bring something up from a prior episode... Um, go right ahead. Um, time, your Skype line time is limited to about three minutes, give or take. Um, and we're going to go ahead and take care of, um, strange news from Japan. And, Mako, you got some real doozies.
3: I hope you enjoy them.
1: Uh, let's go with the first one. 110 Fire hose nozzle stole up from Mie Prefecture. What?
2: <laughs> well, okay, what and why?
1: Well, I don't think I want to know, but before we go ahead and get into that, we have our first call on the podcast. You are live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we God. speaking with tonight? Uh, Candy
6: Jam, as always.
1: Well, Hi, hey. Candy Jam. You- You're starting to remind me of me when I call in the OLR almost every single week.
6: (laughs) Yes, I'm going to be a regular, sorry. Hey, nothing Um,
1: wrong with that.
6: (laughs) I just wanted to kind of give some pointers about tonight's episode. I have a new new bit for the drinking game, Uh too. Um, Take a small, tiny sip every time Yaya overdoes her makeup.
1: Email you that
2: trying to, to us. get us killed? <laughs> <laughs> I said
6: tiny. I said tiny for that reason.
4: Because Again, I noticed that
6: um, well, she recently took a picture, which is good for her. I'm not going to bash her on right. this. She recently took a picture with, I believe, a cancer survivor friend. Mm-hmm. Where she didn't have any of her makeup on. And I'm like, that skin is so starved. That wow. poor skin. Oh my god, because, uh, I mean, there's a difference between wearing stage makeup and wearing normal makeup. Yaya wears stage makeup every single time, and it's like, you are starving your skin, you are suffocating it, stop, holy crap, chick, you look way older than what you say you are. How old is she? I believe she's 32.
2: She's the same age as me. I heard she's older.
6: She sure does not that it look or that, or worse. though, when she takes <sighs> off her makeup, because I'm like, you're starving, starving, you're killing your skin, you're not supposed to wear that much. And I've noticed that no matter the character, she always does like a really elaborate eyeshadow, which works like on stage and stuff. But if you're just walking around a convention, and even for photo shoots, it does look very, I hate to say, but clownish. <laughs> Cause I'm like, oh. you're putting on way too much eyeshadow.
1: Okay, okay. Let's not turn this into the uh, I Hate Yaya show. Cause... No,
6: no, no, no. I- I'm just saying that. I was just saying that because I oh. thought it'd be a good drinking. That's
2: going s- to turn into its own. Podcast. Um, but
6: also, <laughs> uh, one other quick uh, little thing uh, the three, uh, the trio of uh, Becky, Victoria, and Monica did not get a send off whatsoever. They were completely ignored. Apparently, they got abducted by aliens. just vanished off the space of the earth i actually even as bad as she was i did feel kind of sort of bad for victoria because she got sort of mentioned in where they showed her um cosplay falling apart and that was it and i'm like "I i know she was not the nicest person alive but guys come on that's a bit mean to only show her Wrecking her cosplay? Come on. Don't be that
1: mean. See, this is a prime example of getting retconned. That's what happened. They were retconned, and nobody remembers them.
2: Future Endeavored.
1: Oh!
6: Yeah, but yeah, I just want to say again, you guys are totally awesome. And, um, Thank you. Can't wait to hear more from you guys. I'm really excited for Sailor Moon Crystal. Hopefully it's as awesome as it's supposed to be. I'm really excited for it. And total props for them trying to make a new Tenchi um, anime. I do really hope that they actually have Tenchi in it because I was really excited for GPX I believe it's called.
4: I'm
1: so sorry.
6: Um, And he didn't really get anything. I was hey. like where's Tenchi? You have Tenchi in the title. So anyway you guys rock. Bye! Bye!
1: Bye. Bye. Um, I'm gonna need a I'm probably gonna need a list of of Irish drinking songs for next week's episode when I discuss Heroes of Cosplay, episode one.
2: You're going to be this...
1: Nobody cares about...
4: Nobody cares ha- about it.
2: I'm not going to have off the next day, so I can't get blackout drunk listening to it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. about the fire hose novels...
1: Police in Kuwana Mie Prefecture are investigating the theft of 110 fire hose nozzles from fire stations. The total amount of damages is about 780,000 yen. According to police, the fire station in Tato first filed a report on April 14th that seven nozzles had been stolen. NTV reported this on Saturday. Since then, 15 successful incidents have involving these stolen nozzles and property damage up until May 21st have been reported similar robberies have occurred in the surrounding areas around Kuwana
2: the consensus in the comments is that they were all stolen for raw material you know, probably to melt them down and to recycle them but I'm guessing the reason they took you know a couple at of time is because if you showed up to a uh, Metal recycling joint with a hundred and some odd fire hose nozzles. Someone's going to start asking questions.
1: Well, that's not what I'm thinking, so... Do I even want to know what you're thinking? He's a pervert. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) Which means Mako is thinking the same damn thing. Please, I was thinking that shit when I first found it. And that's all she wrote!
2: (laughs) I was trying to keep my perversion under control.
1: With us, never. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eventually, I'm, f- I'm going to find. I'm going to find an, a JAV uh, download and find three of those nozzles there and be like, "Son of a bitch!" <sighs> Somebody, please take the next one.
3: I will take this one. Okay. So. Um... <clears throat> Police in Tokyo's Adachi Ward said Friday they are looking for a male cyclist who threw a cup of urine at a woman as she walked home.
4: What? <laughs> Why? It is
3: the fifth such incident in the area since April. According to the police, the incident occurred in Yazaiki at around 5.30pm on Thursday. Uh, the woman, who is around 20, was walking along the street when a man on a bike rode up beside her and tossed the contents of a cup at her before fleeing. Police believe the man is the same person responsible for the other four incidences and are examining street surveillance camera footage to try and identify him. Ew. So, yeah. So, some people are into, you know, having... You know, watching women pee, and some of them are interested in pissing on women.
1: So there you go.
2: God, I hate scat finishes.
1: Well, I guess you could say this is a piss poor article. Oh! Ah!
2: Why? Why? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> trying to get me to drink myself stupid.
3: Oh, and then somebody said, listening to the Japanese report on the incident, they used the word Baiku, which means scooter, not bicycle.
1: Okay.
3: Either way. <laughs> either way, it's some guy throwing piss at
1: women. And as someone says, "Ah, Adachi, the Bronx of Tokyo."
2: Don't insult the Bronx like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I guess this
3: guy is telling these women to piss off. <laughs> Sorry, Ranma's not the only one with the uh, bad puns. <laughs> uh,
1: and as one person says, this
2: woman's really taking the piss, isn't she?
1: And <laughs> you <laughs> say. And Using you guys British... say, wait, and you guys say, I'm terrible.
2: Hey, I won because I used British English slang. Hmm. Boosh.
1: There's no DNA in the urine, but they'll be able to diagnose diabetes if he has it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the priorities are just a little bit skewed. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Uh, somebody said, sure, it wasn't Budweiser. <laughs>
2: Uh, It might as well have been Corona. I'd rather drink piss than Corona.
3: Hmm. Well, maybe he was a little bit pissed when he uh, was throwing all that shit.
2: Wait, pissed as in angry or pissed as in drunk?
3: Ah, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, uh, That's some wine. That's. (laughs) Oh, whack deaf. That's horrible. Say what? Uh act deft. Stop it with the piss jokes, goddamn it. Just flush it.
2: No. No. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to more.
1: Yeah, we have to move on because Anime Jam session is not the piss jokes of the podcast. That's Understation Live. Shots fired. Shots fired. Okay. Uh
2: a man says he stole women's school gym uniforms because he wanted to. What? Police have arrested a 53-year-old man. Oh my fucking god! Why? <laughs> who broke into a school in Gifu Prefecture and stole two stu- schoolgirls' gym uniforms? According to police, the suspect, identified as Koichi Hiroshi, Hirose, works at a technical college in Wakayama Prefecture. NTV quoted police saying that Hiroshi broke into the high school in Gifu around 2.30 a.m. on Sunday and stole two uniforms from the changing room in the gym. Um. <clears throat> Sorry, I just drew up my mouth a little. Police were alter- alerted after a resident reported seeing a, sus- a suspicious vehicle parked outside the school for a long time. Hiroshi, who, this- who was apprehended on, on school premises, was, co- was quoted by police saying he wanted to wear a girl's gym uniform it doesn't mention the grade level of the girl who he stole from so the implication of that makes us all the more sick and weird so for all we know the kid might have been like 8 or 9 years old
4: Well,
3: no, because the younger grades don't necessarily have uniforms. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only the, uh... It's definitely the high schools and some of the middle schools. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Still, it's creepy.
4: Mm,
1: There are fetishes for everyone. Yep. There's even a site devoted to that. But that's for another time. Yeah. Not on this show, though. No. Save that pervy ship for Undersedation Live.
2: Jeez, you're really kicking them when they're down, aren't they?
1: Hey, Travis made a cheap shot at me, me buying a course and My Little Pony course at Dragon Con. He's made other pot shots. I'm allowed.
2: Wait, a, a My Little Pony what? You heard me. Corset? Yes. Uh...
1: Can we move on? Yes. Yes, we can. And by moving on, we're going to go ahead and play our last tracks and wrap shit up. How does that sound?
2: Perfectly fine at this point.
1: Okie dokie then. Okie dokie Loki. Okie dokie Loki. We'll be back. Alright, so, check this out. I'm on uh, Ron's Facebook, and he is, he, he, he's pretty much foaming at the mouth, almost as bad as I am, about Heroes of Cosplay. And it, he took a picture, and he posted it, and it shows Ivy Doom Kitty. Underneath it, Master Cosplayer. My at, my question what the fuck? Termin's
2: a master cosplayer? Yes.
1: What the fuck is a master cosplayer? And then my friend, uh, Bree goes... like
2: a Pokemon master where you just get declared to be a master?
1: No, what my friend Bree says is how Ash Ketchum stays looking 10 years old for the past 17 years. Meh. Yeah. Mm. I even posted on my Facebook. I'm like, what the... F-? Whatever. Done done, wrap this up, I can get my booze, and I can do this and get ready for festivities. <sighs> if you like what you heard, tell a friend, They turn to tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're not the podcast everybody likes, but we could be the podcast everybody wants, but it is what it is. If you have any issues or questions about our show, just drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com Send us your praise, your flames, trains, planes, automobiles, likes and dislikes, you name it. Let us know. We will believe you. If you have any trouble getting to our website for our podcast, we are available in other locations as well. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. And if you do check out the website this week, um, let's see, I do believe we have some... ...some new stuff on the site. Oh, I guess we don't have an update... Oh, well, I don't think we have an updated article yet, but... Um, ...check out an article from Koi... Uh, ...Uni... For, um, ...with Octavian. She should have another one going... At ...probably tonight or tomorrow. Cool. Let's see what else do we have here. Um, YouTube. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. I am now slowly working on Oticon videos... I will get another video up and running tomorrow. Uh, definitely check us out at Anime Jam Session TV. That's where we put all of our convention videos and so forth. And we do have some more stuff going up as well. Um, if you have... if we, we also have our own personal YouTube pages. You can find me at DJRunnerS. Ari is at Ari22682. Marco chan is at Luna. Twitter... Twitter.com slash anime jam session. Follow us there for all the latest on our website, podcasts, photos, videos, everything. Also, when, um, what conventions we're going to and then some. And when the podcasts are up and when our when we go live on VOG And we also have individual Twitter pages. You can find me at DJ Ron Mess. Ari's at The Ari Man. Mako's at Joe Video. Facebook. Facebook.com. And you can definitely find us there. Where we have a lot of fans, we have a lot of likes, we got a lot of listeners. I just gotta say thank you to all of you for liking our page. For those long as you continue to like the page, the photos, the videos, the articles, everything, we'll just keep adding more and more. Um, Zenkaicon 2014 photos are going up this week. Yesterday, the Friday um, Zenkaicon 2014 Friday photos went up. Saturday photos will be going up tomorrow, tonight or tomorrow and then Sunday and, and then Masquerade because I'm still pouring through like 400 plus photos from the Masquerade. I started at 1,042. I whittled down to 911. I think I have whittled down to 900. But definitely follow us on Facebook if you like. I'm at facebook.com slash I am DJ Ron Mess or that DJ Ron Mess guy. Mako is at Makoto, Makochan Kino, or Makochan with a dash in the middle. And Ari's over at Ari Rockefeller. Uh, and don't forget, we are on the Vogue network twice a week, live on Tuesdays at 9.30, Encore presentations Thursdays at 1. There are tons of other podcasts on this network you want to check out. We have Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture. Under Sedation Live, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, and Horde House. All types of podcasts cover all types of geek culture and pop culture stuff. You're going to love it. Alright. Let's go around the room for last words. Start with you, Ari.
2: I'm starting to run out of SoCo. I don't know what I'm going to do when I have to get more alcohol. Mm. Aside the obvious. Oh, get more
1: alcohol. alcohol? Gotcha, gotcha.
2: I'm just saying, I don't think I'll have enough for next week.
1: You will find a way, good sir. I always do. Let's see. Makuchan. I have to go to bed now. Night. <laughs> My last words. I must prepare my liver and my laptop for a drunk tweeting of Heroes of Cosplay with the old and new rules. Fucks given. Oh dear God fucks given are zero.
2: Looks like you're going to have to put your uh, liver through a boot camp.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. That is it. End the freaking list. We're going to get up on out of here. We got new episodes coming down the pipe We're not taking any breaks I know we said we were going to but we're not Because my school fucked up So we'll be live for for Pretty much every single Tuesday Until the holidays If there, if we're not during that You will be the first to know Don't worry we got you Actually we'll be the first to know You'll be the second ones to know What she said
2: You know what we meant
1: Yeah. Alright it's getting late people Let's get the hell up on out of here I'm Luki. Yep. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako Chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week.
2: The jack, the jack, the jack.
1: Good night. Say goodnight, Mako chan. You said it this way. I good did not! Mako chan. God damn it.
2: <laughs> I thought she'd be in too much pain to say it like that. You
3: think? I will never be in too much pain to annoy Ron Ma. This
0: podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming jamathane